Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa. And welcome to episode 46. 46 episodes. We keep saying this, but I'm still surprised to this day we've made it this far. I think we've been saying this for the past 10 episodes. I think people are getting tired of our shit. But but let's be real. I did not think the show would get this far when we first started this. I had no idea what was going to happen. No. Well, I mean, because this also, the idea of this show came from us... Being drunk one night. At brunch. At brunch. It wasn't at night. We were at brunch <laughs> at 10 o'clock in the morning. Was it really that day, though? Because I feel like we talked about it prior to that. We definitely talked about it prior to that, but Cinco de Mayo last year was when we were like, yeah, let's do this. And here we are, one we year are. later. And on that note, we've been mentioning it now for a few weeks. Um, the live show is coming up very soon, July 27th. We're super excited to do this with you guys. We have so many great things in the works for this. Um, we'll have a ticket link out to you guys so you can reserve your free, did I mention free? Free. Free ticket to free. our live show with all the exclusive exciting details with it. We're going to have a lot of guests come on the show. It's going to be a great time. You're going to see us in the flesh. In the f- You know, I really hope that I'm not like a disappointment to people. Why would you be I a disappointment? Well, first of all, anytime I go on a date with somebody that like I've matched with online or something like that, they always say, you're much shorter in person. <laughs> so. Oh my God. I don't know. Although I feel like a lot of the, well, I don't know. I feel like a good majority of the people who are planning on coming mm-hmm. that we know of so far are people that we know. A lot of it is people we That already know. know and expect, like they, they know what to expect at this point. I guess there is a significant height difference between myself and Sabrina. Right. For those that do not know, There's when like we stand next inches. to each other, it's hysterical. I'll try and wear heels. <laughs> I like how that's your solution. I'll try and wear heels. I cannot prom. Actually, no, I'll probably wear heels. I wear heels with everything. No, but then it's also exciting too if you know. There's anybody who plans on coming that hasn't actually met us in person yet, hasn't gotten to interact with us. True. Like now, now they get to see us person. They get to put a face. To the voice and to the name mm-hmm. and all the, the mannerisms. Whole thing, all of our mannerisms. So mark it in your calendars, July 27th. Be on the lookout for that ticket link coming at you soon. We'll put it in all of our episodes and we'll put it in our Instagram bio. We're doing well. Holla. One other thing before we get into this juicy show. We've mentioned it a few times, but we love this company. We haven't said them for a hot second. Muslim backpacks. Muslim. We still have that discount code, y'all. If you are still looking for a bag for all of your travel needs, you want to tell them the code? Yes, I do. It is keeping it together. That is keeping it together. And one more one time more for the listeners time. at home. Keeping it together. For 20% off your purchase, we've talked so many different times about how much we love these bags. We recently used them on our, we went to Chicago. There was the perfect little weekend bag. Mm-hmm. Three different ways to carry it. Two different sizes of bags. So many pockets. There are so many pockets. Oh, there are so many pockets. In. TBT to when I didn't check all the pockets because oh. there were so many pockets. <laughs> Never forget and when you went through the airport with. Can in- I? Can I tell the story? It's my yes. story. All right. First of all, I didn't know. Let me let me emphasize. There are a lot of pockets in this book bag that I did not How? check. Uh, but I tried to take. Two pairs of scissors through security. Like an industrial size. Like, well, okay, they were they were small enough that security let me keep the scissors. But I put the scissors in my bag when I was moving apartments and there How you did have you it, not folks. find them when you were packing? 
That's the thing. I didn't put anything in that pocket because there's there's mm. the laptop pocket and yep. it's in the laptop pocket. Uh, I didn't take a laptop with me because we were only going a overnight. Night. So, yeah, I didn't <laughs> check it. Um, you kill me. I remember being so stressed out thinking something was happening. Your bag was being confiscated. They took it into a room and we heard them. Yeah, it measures out under four inches. And I was like, four inches? What's four inches? And I'm looking at Scott freaked out. <laughs> And he was like, relax. And I what did, what was definitely did you not relaxed. What did you think that I took? I have no idea, honestly. I thought it would maybe a knife, like a pocket knife <laughs> or something. Or you have pepper spray. I thought it was your pepper spray at one point. There were a lot of things going through my head. I was stressed. <laughs> I was very stressed. But we made it. We did make it through. And because of that hidden pocket, we did not know they were there. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of pockets in those muslin <laughs> backpacks, guys. I'm not. I'm not saying try and take scissors, but don't take scissors. I'm saying you can utilize all the pockets. Please don't take scissors on your Please next flight. Please don't take scissors. This on is a plane. not an endorsement to take scissors on do a plane. Do not take scissors. If there's anything that you take away from this little bit right here, do not take scissors on a plane. <laughs> so use code keeping it together for twenty percent off your purchase, and give us a shout out if you do. They're a great company and definitely help contribute to their greatness. I didn't know what I was doing there. It's fine. Every, everything's fine. Uh, let's jump right into it. We have a really good thing to talk about today. Um, I think we always talk about a lot of negative shit in our life. There's a lot of negative events that can happen, specifically when it comes to relationships with people, whether they're platonic, romantic, family, mm-hmm. any of those. Um, and we've both recently been through some unfortunate events in life that I think we're still kind of processing. Mm-hmm. And for me, particularly, it's we I talked about it on the show. Uh, I lost my grandmother back in February, and I have still not really been able to get over it. Um, but you actually brought this week's topic up. I didn't even really think that I was I wasn't over the death until you thought about bringing this up. Um, I know you went through some shit. <laughs> yes, I've been through some shit. And it's still processing. I, yeah, I'm still processing it. Um, at this point, I would say I'm I'm not going to give a lot of details about it just because I'm no. still processing There's it. No re- but yeah. I will say that the situation is hard. It's something that I haven't dealt with before. It's very new. Um, what happened is really shitty. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to process it, still trying to get through it and get over it. But the whole point this week got brought up was because we've never actually talked about what it's like to get over some of these events, whether that is breaking up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, losing a friendship, um, having a death in your family, losing a relationship, maybe that you thought it was a relationship, but it actually wasn't a relationship or losing an extremely close friend due to altercations or Mm -hmm. disagreements, things like that. People just kind of assume you just coast on and yeah. move on. Like you have a day to process and then you're just supposed to move on and things become normal again. Uh, and getting over it is an, an important process because mm-hmm. it makes you kind of evaluate everything that's happened in your life, what kind of led up to that event and ultimately to help you get over that type of event. I feel like also too at this point in our lives, the whole process of getting over things it feels a lot different than it did when we were younger, when we were in high school, when we were kids. Well, it was kind of like you could do it quickly. You could do it quickly because I think that when we're younger, the weight of these, you know, events, these traumatic events that happen to us, they don't feel as heavy when you're a kid, depending on depending on the event. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but not not all of them feel as heavy as they do when you're older. Well, it's usually because there's an emotional connection to it, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make it any easier. It just makes it a lot harder. I mean, everybody always says one of the hardest things you could do is, you know, getting over a breakup of a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whoever it is. You know, people always say there's a getting over it period months after because you're trying to figure out and process how you went with someone in your life who was very constant there every day type of thing. And then all of a sudden they're just gone out of thin air. And you have to process that and really understand what life is like without that person. You know? Yeah. And I mean, one thing we've mentioned on here, not even on here, but just like when it does come to dealing with these type of events is a lot of people will say the only real way to get over something is if you actually want to get over them. And it's a really hard truth for people to understand. Mm -hmm. And it's something I stand by. If you want to move on from something and get over it, you have to feel your feelings, deal with them and let that shit go. Because if you just continue to hold on to things, it's just going to bottle up and make it 100% worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it now about why people don't want to admit it at first that they truly do want to get over something. Um, hang on. My thought process, I had a really good thought process. I think I may this. know where you're going. I people think, don't like to admit they're wrong about something. People don't like to admit they're wrong. But also, too... I think that when it comes to people who, you know, don't want to get over a situation, like, for example, breakup, I think because they still are holding on to a little bit of hope, hope that it isn't the end. Of course. Um, And that, that's a hard thing. You don't, you don't want to lose hope. Yeah, but... It's tough, too, because you can't compare all the negative events to each other. Like, you can't compare mm-hmm. a breakup to a death or a lo- like a breakup of a friendship type of thing. Everything is kind of situationally based yeah you know what i mean but in the terms of a breakup and actually like losing a relationship like that nobody ever wants to admit that they were wrong about that person that Mm -hmm. they were not the person they thought they were yeah so i mean on that note it can be hard to process and it can be hard to get over the fact that you were wrong because no one likes to be wrong yeah i mean i'm like this is kind of hitting me hard a little bit right now but yeah it's it's hard to admit that you're wrong about someone and especially too with relationships when when they end it's like you're taking off the rose colored glasses and mm-hmm. you're seeing everything from a different perspective mm-hmm. um 100% and one of those perspectives is having to admit that you're wrong and right it's i never think easy. too a lot of times people try and like mosey on the, the feelings for a long time like kind of wallow in self pity and that's why i think some it takes people a lot longer to move forward with something like i'm a very a type person in that I like to deal with my shit immediately and then move on from it. I don't yeah. I don't like wallowing in self-pity because I don't like how I get. And so yeah. one of the things that I try and do when I am trying to get over something is to keep myself busy, right? Keep things moving, keep things happening so that way I don't all of a sudden stop. I'm not saying that's to not for me to deal with my feelings because I like to deal with them right away, you know? And that's how most people should because the more you push something off and the more you push those feelings away, ultimately they're still going to come back because you've never processed them. You've never dealt with them or finished them. You just kind of let them lingered, And then it blows up in your face. Yeah. And that's even worse. That's even worse to get over is when it all blows up in your face eventually. Yeah. I mean, I guess sometimes 
you don't realize that you're doing it either, like holding all those feelings. And I'm I'm very, very guilty of this. I'm very guilty I mean, I'm, of I'm guilty of it too. I've done not it. talking about a situation and a couple of reasons why I find myself not talking about it is because well, one, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. You know, we've already Naturally. talked about this. Two, you know, I don't want to hear the I told you so's or like I don't want to hear like the devil's advocate. Like I want to hear like, oh, that sucks. Like, I'm sorry. Like, why that's do you shitty. think you want to hear that? Because <sighs> does it actually help? I mean, in a way, just because I want somebody to understand that I'm just feeling shitty. Like some sometimes I'm just not looking for another opinion, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. There are times where I do want an opinion on a situation where I, where I like am really just wanting the help. But sometimes I just want to get my feelings out. Yeah. First. I think what's important is expressing that before you talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if you don't tell someone, hey, I just need you to listen to me, they're going to give an opinion. Most people are. People are very opinionated. It doesn't matter yeah. who you are. It sucks to say people are very judgy, but people are. Unfortunately, we live in a society where people like to label you and put you in a box and classify different things. And naturally with that, they're going to have an opinion about what's going on and try and put it in a box. And so sometimes it's important to go to your friend, a therapist, whomever you're talking to and say, I want to get this out and I just want you to hear me Mm -hmm. and be heard. Yeah. And that's extremely important. And then there's the other there's the other spectrum of it is I'm afraid of talking about it too much. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm annoying the person that I'm talking to. But then at the yeah, same but exact you time, you know, you can't just think that because then you then you won't talk about it. That's an excuse. The other reasons I understand. I think that's an excuse. And I'm guilty of it, too. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Don't get me wrong. It's not to say I haven't done this because your girl definitely has. But it's a stupid excuse to say, oh, I'm talking about it too much. I would rather have someone tell me I'm talking about it too much because that means I'm dealing with it. Yeah. I think I think another reason behind, you know, me and I guess other people who don't want to talk about it is that by talking about it, you then have to admit that what happened actually happened. It's and feeling, I think it's feeling your feelings. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's the first step to getting over anything is you have to admit, OK, this happened. I'm hurt. This sucks. You know, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it on kind of my note with things I mentioned I'm still kind of dealing with the loss of my grandmother and there's still little things that I just can't seem to get over and I can't seem to not want to do because although we had a very interesting relationship, we still had a relationship and once a week I used to pick Mm -hmm. up the phone usually on Fridays because I would get off early from work and call her and the last couple Fridays I've actually she's still in my favorites of my phone and I've still gone to call her. Oh, man. And it's it's tough. And I mean, for me, I do have I'm a very vocal person. Yeah. I've been also deemed Miss Personality. So I like to talk about my shit. <laughs> uh, but with this, I, I just it's something important. I don't think people think about is when you do lose someone like that in in the worst possible way of them dying to kind of have to rejigger your lifestyle again to not do those urges is tough because I was so ingrained mm-hmm. every Friday after work at 5.30, I would call her. Yeah. It was just like our thing because during the week I would be so busy and it would be after she had had dinner. So I knew she would be back up in her room because um, she was at a a home um, before she passed. And in our schedules, that's kind of what we did. And 
it's still a tough thing for me to get over because it's it, again it was so ingrained into me and now I, I have to change that and so I'm trying to do different things to cope with that yeah unfortunately some of that is staying at work on a Friday till six oh no keeping myself busy or I'm trying to not be on my phone as much anymore mm-hmm. one of the big changes in my life I've tried to make is not being on social media which sucks because our show needs social media it does. But me as a human, I hate social media. I social hate media, it. okay. Sidebar, social media is very hard because... Social media is awful. It does not help in any situation. My, my fitness Instagram has been currently failing because I've just been so exhausted with work outside of, you know, all the Instagram mm-hmm. stuff that I've just been so focused on getting that stuff done. And, like, I'm not thinking of, you know, videotaping my workouts. I'm just trying to get a workout done so I can yeah. go home and do other shit going on, which... Yeah, social media is real hard. Some people try and say, you know, when you are trying to get over an event in your life to keep yourself busy, and some people like to do that with social media. And my question is, how? I don't understand. I mean, social media just makes you have FOMO, or you just get annoyed because you see the same shit with the algorithms now. You only see things of people you like. You don't yeah. see everybody else unless you search for them. And then you go down a deep, dark rabbit hole, and it's just not a good time. I mean, some people, <laughs> some people want to get lost in other other people's lives true I, maybe i'm just not that type of person i would i would say that i do that but i don't do that with social media so you know when i'm when i'm thinking about stuff and it's making me mad and i'm like ready to start yeah. crying about it or something is just really fresh i will go and i will like either go watch a movie or i will go and focus on doing some other task yeah, and it's then, the whole like, thing of keeping yourself busy. Just, yeah, I'll distract myself and for just like a little bit and then I'll go back to the situation. The situation doesn't seem so hard. It's still hard, but I'm not so worked up about it anymore. So I get I get why people do that, why yeah. they get so stuck in social media because they can take themselves away from the situation. Right. Although there is a point where people, they go down that deep, dark mm-hmm. hole. They take themselves too far out of the situation. I think what I've been trying to do is just change up my routine, my mm-hmm. typical getting over type stage. And unfortunately, one of them has been being glued to my phone, whether that's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media it is. And because I have had this little it's literally like a twitch almost that I'm like going to call her at this point. Like oh, it's no. so ingrained in me that I like I do it every Friday still. And I didn't even know it was a thing until my boyfriend, he like noticed. He was like, why are you going to call Mimi? And I said, I call her every Friday. And this was like two weeks ago, you know, and it's like you just have to change up your routine. So for me, I'm really trying this new thing of one, keeping myself busy, but two, also changing up my routine because we can get so stuck in certain patterns. When we get stuck in those patterns, I think it doesn't help us get over the situation. And so for me, it's been tough to really change up my life because someone was unfortunately taken out. Mm -hmm. And it's like a whole truck came and hit me. And now I'm like, all right, well, now what? And I think a lot of people have that now what realization in any sort of situation where it's that moment where you're like, wow, my life is changing and I'm either going to let it change or I'm not going to let it change. Yeah, you're trying to take control of everything again. Um, I would say I've done that before. Um, you know, when I, when I moved to New York, when I moved out of Ohio, yes, I wanted to move to New York, but I also was getting out of a relationship and I had other, I had some other bad things happen to me, unfortunately. 
And when I moved, that actually helped a ton. I'm not saying that that's the best route to go every time, but de- no, depending on the situation, a move might be a very good change idea. Scene. Change a scene. Um, I mean that that worked wonders for me. I felt like a whole I new think person. One of the best things you could do is take a trip, take a vacation. Yes, everybody says travel soothes the soul. It's one of the most cliche, cheesy phrases, but it's true. Getting out of your comfort zone and getting out of your reality for a second is helpful, especially if it's not necessarily getting into somebody else's reality, i.e. social media. I think if you can take yourself and go into a different city, a different culture, whatever that is, that can really help you, one, get out of whatever negativity is going on in your life, and two, gain a little perspective. That or, or you know, if you don't live at home anymore, say you say you don't live in the same town, same state, whatever, go home. Go home, hang out with your parents, like, kind of, because, I mean, your parents, they're there for you, you know. I've found that with some of the bad things that have happened in my life, very strangely enough, they've happened around the time I was supposed to go home for something. And, you know, I went home. It took me back to just a happy time of being younger and not having a lot of responsibilities. And before things got bad and, like, you know, my yeah. parents were there taking care of me. And it's just a really good feeling to just go home. And I'm not. Yeah, saying, I have a different response to that. I'm not. I'm not saying it's like the magic cure to get over something, but it definitely helps with the healing process. Sometimes it's nice to have that source of comfort. I think because for me, going home doesn't solve my problems. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish it could. I wish me going back home because when I go home, it's not react like relaxing at all. I mean, I'm not saying that when I go home, it's relaxing. Like next weekend, I'm going home, and it's not going to be a relaxing time because on Saturday. There's like a bajillion things that we're celebrating. Yeah, you're at going one home time. for your friend's gender reveal party. So She's having a baby. Yeah, gender reveal party. Then also there's the Kentucky Derby, Cinco de Mayo, my birthday, Mother's Day. Oh yeah, the whole there's shebang. like a whole shebang going on. So going home won't be relaxing, but but it'll be distracting, and it'll, I think it'll that's be distracting. You need. Yes, it'll be distracting. It'll just feel good to be around my close friends and family again. That's good. That's kind of how it should be, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's just finding what can it, it all really does stem back to like keeping busy. Like I've been trying to think about mm-hmm. it throughout the show, but like keeping busy in yeah. whatever way that is. Like, I didn't all think that was these... going to be a number like a like a, a top thing you could do, but really honestly, all the points that we've made, every single one I'm draw... sitting here I'm like shit, it's really just <laughs> it's... keeping yourself busy. I think I think one thing too, you know, we can we can list all these different you know, things that you can do. But it also really depends on the person, the situation. You like, have to want to get every, over it. You have to want to get over it. But I mean, even to wanting to get over it, you know, doing all the things. Again, everybody's different. I mean, for example, when I when I got out of my three year relationship, it took me like two years to actually fully be over it. I wanted to get over it. There was like a point a year later, I was like, no, like, I want to start seeing people again. And I threw myself back out there. Like, I started seeing people, but things didn't really start working out, I guess, or I didn't really want to have, you know, futures with these people until, like, it, about two years after the previous yeah, breakup, if, th- that, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I think a, a lot of it has to stem with your own self-perception, right? Mm-hmm. 
when you lose someone. Take, for example, you lose a friend because of a disagreement. This happened to me last year. I lost somebody who I was very close to. She was a great, great friend, but we had a falling out and people just didn't take sides. Um, nobody really wanted to understand the other person's view. And so we we ended the friendship. And I felt really shitty because I felt like it was my fault. And I had this really negative self-perception of myself. And until I kind of changed my perception of the situation and looked at I fucked up and I lost this person, I changed it as, you know, this ended for a specific reason and there's nothing that I could do that would have helped that situation. And Because yeah. that's the type of person that I am is like, how could I have helped to not cause this, to not make this happen? And when I just changed my perception from, wow, I'm a shitty person to, wow, we had a great friendship and it was a great time, but it was unfortunate that we were not able to make it work. Yeah. I think... Because it's a two-sided deal. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that happens when you lose people, whether it's relationships, friendships, whatever. You try and blame yourself at first. And even sometimes when people die, depending, oh my God. depending on how people die, you blame yourself for their death you know yeah so you so you blame yourself for this loss and that really does not help you get over anything because you're constantly yeah. feeling this guilt and blame when in reality you're taking on the responsibility for something that you never had responsibility over. yeah because in reality we don't have control over anything in this life no we can't control how people feel we can't control how they treat us and we can't control you know fate you know it just happens things things happen and we can we can choose to blame ourselves or we can choose to change our perception of the whole thing. And it's not to say you have to changing your perception is throwing the blame on somebody else. I don't think that's a fix either. It's no, more it's understanding that one, it happened and you can't change anything about how it happened because it's done and over with. Mm -hmm. And two, just looking at it as a situation that didn't work you can list all these reasons of why you hate the person or why you hate yourself or why every single reason didn't work um, but that's also not going to solve anything and it's yeah. just it's a tough thing to accept like we mentioned that you're wrong and that it's over yeah it's really tough because we never want to assume that things are done because you're afraid of what's going to happen when things are done you're afraid of who you're going to become uh, you're afraid of how your life is going to be affected by it. We do, A lot of people do this whole projecting into the future type thing, also called anxiety, also called uh, making hypothetical situations. Oh, I'm so good at One that. One of the worst things you could do is make hypothetical situations. I know this from experience because I would build up all these scenarios in my head of like how things would go down or how things should go down and then they don't go down that way. And then I'm like, well, shit. And it's just, you can't prepare yourself that way. And you can't do that no, you when... you can't, because you will drive yourself crazy. The amount of things that I've driven myself crazy over because I've built up what I thought would happen in mm -hmm. my head. Anxiety's a bitch. Oh, it so is. I think that's also one of the worst factors when it comes to this type of stuff. Like, especially when you end a relationship or you lose someone in your life, um, somebody dies, somebody gets sick, um any of these situations that it's the worst killer of them all and a lot of times things end and people make reactions based on their anxiety I'm, are you okay no, i'm not i'm not because i'm just like thinking about yeah no no 
anxiety makes things so, so much harder. And then when you have that anxiety, it's harder to look past all the stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Because you're kind of clouded. Oh, yeah. Super clouded. And it's all about removing that cloud. And how do you remove that cloud? Keep busy. I was making a really stupid joke because we literally keep saying this. That was hella stupid. It was so stupid. It was like, did you really think I was going to get that? I did. No. I really did. I thought we were there. You know, the connection, it was happening. Clearly it did not. But that's okay. (laughs) That's fine. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm... Super cheesy today. I do I not understand. Why. I hate myself too. It's I great. Just... <laughs> why? Why? Why are you like this? It's who I am, man. It's just who I am. Now, when it comes to getting over something, too, another way you can look at it is: what did I learn from this? Because people come in and out of our lives for various reasons. Various reasons, whether it's in our control or out of our control. Mm-hmm. But having that person in your life, they affected you in some way. They changed you in some way. See, I disagree. I don't think you can look at it as what has I learned from this because I don't think you can answer that question until you've processed that it's done. I don't I don't think you can do that with I mean, the whole I guess, getting over process. I guess process. this would be like one of the last steps of getting over it. This may be right away. This definitely couldn't be right away because you have to accept that that, you know, this thing has happened to you. And. To be honest, I mean, from my personal experience, I usually don't know what I learned until like a year or two later. So, so yeah, it, it might take a while to figure out what you learned from it. Because, again, everybody's different. Um, no matter how much you want to get over something, like, everybody has their different timelines. What is your timeline? My timeline? Well, I mean, for example, it took me two years to get over somebody that I dated for three. Um, when it's come to other situations in my life. Are there things you can get over quicker than others oh that's hard i mean Mm -hmm. yeah that's a very hard question for me to answer i think it depends on the relationship you have with them yeah it depends on the relationship that i have with the person because if it's like somebody who you know i was seeing just for a little bit like maybe we saw each other for like two months Mm -hmm. but things didn't get super serious it'll it'll take me pretty quick to get over somebody but when i've invested a lot of time into somebody over like a span of like almost a year. Yeah. That that's going to take longer. It's tough when you have a really deep rooted connection with someone, especially when you're extremely comfortable and you're your full self around them. It can be really tough. You know, it's one of those things that you feel like you gave a piece of yourself and you can't get that piece of yourself back. When you give a piece of yourself too, I mean, it takes a lot out of you to just, open up and be vulnerable and when that person that you were vulnerable with sucks that person that you were vulnerable with when they go away it's like man like i don't know how i can do this again mm-hmm. with somebody else like that was hard enough the first time so see my view of that is i i get that because I've, I've felt that but i also am usually like if i was able to do it with one person i know i can do it again it's see, not and that's, a- that's changing your perception of it that it, that you just did it. That's changing your perception of it, and that's that's I've always. Ha- I mean, maybe I've just had a more positive outlook with that type of stuff, yeah, in general. But I, I don't 
like to let myself get to, oh, I'll never open myself up again. I'll never love again. I'll never have that type of friendship again. No, that's stupid. Because you know you're going to have that at some point in your life. You just don't know when. So completely boxing yourself out of having relationships and experiences is never a good answer or solution to have. And I did see you drop that coaster on the floor, and it was amazing. (laughs) Thing went flying. The coaster stuck to my cup. (laughs) That's what happened there. All the condensation. Oh my god! I was on a really good note there. I know. I'm sorry. We were going somewhere. I heard half of what you said. The other half, I will not lie to you. It went in one one ear out the other other because I was so concerned about this damn coaster that just flew out from underneath my cup. I respect it. It's fine. I'm changing my perception. Also, too. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's been, um, it's been a rough 72 hours. So. I just, yeah. <laughs> well, you can always talk to me about it. I know. I and know. I'll just listen. I'll just sit there. I just need you to listen while I process everything. But See, and you told me. This is important. It's important. Look it's here, folks. Important. You're seeing it live and in person. <laughs> well, not in person, but in action. You can see it live and in you person on July 27th. <laughs> oh, man. Brianna just gave we? us this look like, are you kidding me? Are you guys real? It's a weird day. It's been a weird week. It's been a hella weird week, y'all. And I'm glad it's over. And we're on to another one. But we're pushing past it. I mean, again, getting over it means you gotta you gotta put yourself in it. You gotta try and move forward. <laughs> Keep moving forward, as the old Disney quote says. That is the old Disney quote. I think it used to be on uh, what's the ride? It's a carousel ride. Oh my god, and you sit in it and it like moves rooms. Carousel progress. I knew I'd find it. I knew I'd get there. And it's it's phrase used to be keep moving forward on the outside. It's bad how much Disney shit I know. You're from Florida. I would be surprised if you didn't. But there are people from Florida that are like don't know as much Disney They're stuff not as real you would Floridians. Think. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They real. Everybody keeps shitting on Florida recently and it really upsets me. Like, the whole thing going around on, like, Twitter of, like, type in Florida man and your birthday, and it's like, what? Or it's like, you type in your birthday and Florida, and what news article pops up is, like... You gotta admit that there is some wild shit that happens in Florida for no damn reason. I am aware. Like, I'm a lot of it involves the alligators. swamps, okay? It's, it's the alligators also, well, too. Well, people are... Okay, first of all... Isn't there, like, a... There's, people just like to piss off alligators for no reason. For no reason at all. And, like, don't get me wrong. Alligators do some awful things. I've seen an alligator eat a dog. I cried when I saw it happen. It was awful. So that's definitely a reason to go fight an alligator, okay? There are specific instances where it is okay to charge an alligator. Also, too, isn't there, like, a really bad, like, PCP problem down there? Like What? Or is it bath salts? Where, like, all those what? people were... Okay, I, there was, like, a... No. Maybe, like, last year I saw all these videos of people no. on, like... Some weird drug, and it was majority of them were in Florida. They were like spazzing out. It was like PCP, but like not good PCP. I don't. I've never heard of this, and I definitely keep up with Florida news. It may have been like an incident. Maybe the thing with Florida is it depends on the area of the state that you're in. Like if you are in Central Florida, it's a no man's land. Like that's anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen because you are around no body of water. It's there's like a really bad joke. Like the more inland you you go the more crazy you go it's awful um it's really bad because there's nothing to do around there there's nothing there's no beach there's no people 
or there's just these random retirement communities. Um, there's one, uh, I don't even remember what it is, but it's its own city. They have their own bank. It's where the massive like STD outbreak was. I didn't know that, but there was a retire. There's a retirement community. I can't think of the name of it, but it's super. Oh, it's not the lakes, something lake, something of the sort. Regardless, two years after it had been established, there were failures in there. There was this massive like STD outbreak, and we were like, naturally, this happened in Florida. So yes, there's a lot of crazy shit that happens in Florida. I don't even know how we got on this topic, and it's I'm heated. You're heated, but are you gonna get over it? Not right now. Not right now. Florida is my home state. It's my home. I know. It's the I know. land of the alligators. When I'm, when I'm at home in Ohio, I like talk crap on it. But when I'm People, outside of Ohio, I'm like, I bleed scarlet and gray. People I like shit, shit Buckeyes. Like, oh my God. I shit Buckeyes. <laughs> like that's, that sounds painful. That would be also, very Also, Buckeyes are poisonous. <laughs> so I really hope you're not ingesting any of them. I'm just saying, when I'm not in Ohio, like, I'm just so Ohio proud. I love where I'm from. People think, like, oh, I hate it. No, it is great when I get to go home for Christmas and I'm going home to a palm tree. And y'all are going home to pine trees. It's different. And there's also a beach and no snow and it's not cold. And every year on Christmas, it's like 80 degrees. I know. I see the stink look you're giving me. It's great. And it's amazing. And everybody likes to hate on it, but you're just jealous because you can't have it. Just a little bit. Only only slightly. I think this wraps us up because I'm mentally checked out. <laughs> it has been... The Florida talk got me on a whole nother note. Oh, Yes, guys. So if, if you can't tell, I mean, both of us, we're still trying to get through what we're getting through. And if you're going through anything out there... Don't worry. You're not alone. Hopefully today's episode kind of helped you figure out ways you can get over it. Feel free to reach out and talk to us. Listen, we love talking, to talk to people. Talking, That's why we have a show. Yes, talking about it, as we have discussed, is so important. Keeping busy is so important. And I guess also, too, just figuring your your own self out. Because like we said, everybody's different. Your, mm-hmm. your healing process, your getting over it process is going to be different. Yeah. And it'll take a different amount of time than, it, ta- yourself, than it takes us. Cut yourself some slack. Yes. It's important to cut yourself some damn slack because we're human. There is no right or wrong way to do things. Exactly. There is no one fix all type of, of strategy out there. Cut yourself some slack. Let yourself heal. Let yourself go through the process because you should enjoy the process and enjoy the outcome of what work you put into it yeah i will i will say something that i always say to people say it breathe it's going to be okay (laughs) you say that to me when i do burpees yes (laughs) it's awful and you're like breathe i'm like i can't i'm jumping up and on that note on that note (laughs) i think it's time to close us out of another good time on keeping it together thanks for hanging out with us you guys thanks for hanging out y'all once again guys my name is Alyssa. i'm sabrina thanks for keeping it together with us and we'll see you back next week here for episode 47 bye bye keeping it together